0: what's up y'all and welcome to episode four of the however comma podcast it's your girl jade and let me just say When I did not record on every other Wednesday last Wednesday, I was really in my feelings about Jacob Blake and all the different things that are still going on. And the fact that we as black people and our wonderful allies have legit been protesting law enforcement officers killing black people in the street and treating us unfairly for months and months and months. And if you want to get real technical, we can talk about years and years and years and decades and decades and damn decades, but the audacity of a law enforcement officer to legit see all of the protests going on and the outrage, the, the, the pure outrage and to still have The damn audacity to shoot an unarmed black man seven times, not saying that the bullets hit seven times, y'all know what I'm talking about, but to shoot seven times while you're holding on to his shirt while his children are in the car is, it's crazy to me. Like, there is no other way that anybody can put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it to try to say... That law enforcement officer cares about black people. It's no way that you can look at what in the hell is going on in the United States of America and twist up your damn mouth to say that there is not a racism issue in this country. If you say me, if you say something like that to me, just be prepared to be cut thine ass off because I don't have time for y'all in this stupid shit no more because it doesn't make any sense. And frankly, it's terrifying. I am not okay. And... I don't I don't even know what else to say. At this point, my major focus is on just finding what it is that I can do particularly in my own universe and in my own world that it's actually going to mean something for people who are living life after me meaning my children my nieces your children your nieces whoever because black people cannot continuously be treated this way and white people hey yeah white people who listen to this hello my white friends y'all will no longer be able to just sit back and act like y'all don't see this shit happening because it's happening and there's no ifs ands and buts about it. I am not your second class citizen. I am not going to sit around, and we are not going to sit around and continue to be treated this type of way. We not here for it, honey. We are not here for it. Black people are tired. We are fed up. And frankly, we pissed off. And if it were you, you would be too. But you have no idea what it's like to be a black person in the United States of America? None, absolutely none. And then to top off all the things that are going on still in this stupid ass country, we then have to look at the fact that we, guess we, black people in America, the black people, the delegation, we have just now lost Chadwick Boseman. And I can't take it. I cannot take the fact that we just lost Chadwick Bozeman. And there's so many things that are going on about the death of Chadwick Bozeman There's so many people just have not positive things to say. Like, how can somebody pass away? And, and, and certain people on the social media still want to get on there and talk about why black people shouldn't have had to work till their last dying day. Y'all need to just have a damn seat. Because if you have not seen anything that Chadwick Boseman has done as a humanitarian, as a artist, as a writer, as an actor, as a human being, if you even ever listen to any of his speeches, you can see the passion in his eyes. You can see the drive behind him. You can hear the purpose in his voice that he truly and honestly believed in the things that he said and in the work that he put out to us and that he was very determined that the work that came out about black people in movies and television was accurate historical and flat out no longer criminalizing African-American people or black people because some people like being called African-American whatever you're black and it blows me that Now people want to talk about, oh, he had to work until his dying day and that. Don't be trying to make Chadwick your victim. Chadwick is not your victim, okay? That's the king. And for for, for people to have such the closed-minded insight to only see that he worked until he passed away and even comments of how he had to suffer in silence. Everyone does not see as keeping your personal business private as suffering in silence. There's this distinct difference between suffering in silence and making sure that you're remembered at your best points and working past your own suffering to give more to the people that you love and for those who are coming up behind you. I personally feel like that is what Chadwick Bozeman gave to the black community. He gave to the black community hope and representation and honor, and he did it with vigor and love, and personality, and smiling, and he was just so adamant to be himself and to fulfill his purpose. I recently listened to his commencement speech that he gave at Howard University, which is a historically black college, the historically black college that he actually went to. And when I say that boy was boom, 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 dropping gems, he was dropping gems. That entire time talking about all the things that he learned while at HU and how all of those things that he learned, the battles that he had there, the different things that he faced, how those all translated to living life in the real world. Living life in the real world meaning living life around a whole bunch of white people who really don't care about you and quit acting like I'm not talking about you because you know, you know. Y'all know, like, I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat this this episode. I told y'all this black episode been coming in. No, oh, it done came. Because while there are numerous Caucasian white people, people of other races who do not feel any type of way about black people and who do not treat black people any type of way, you cannot disregard what is going on blatantly in front of your face. You cannot disregard every movie where one of our black people or black actors are on there and they have to have a mom who's addicted to heroin and a dad who was never present. It shouldn't always have to be the only way you make it out of the hood is going to basketball or football. Yes, we are naturally good at sports. That's what, you know, it just is. It just is. But that doesn't mean that's the only way that black people can achieve a, a, a status of wealth or a certain amount of money. We are more than any particular thing. There are black bird watchers, lawyers, teachers, actors, singers, homeless people, um, pol- politicians. If you, if you look at every single type of white person you got, please just accept the fact that there is at least one black person that is gonna fit into those little square boxes as well. Nothing in this world is individual to a race. Now I must say black people are pretty damn creative and we got a lot of swag and we, you know, I think that we, y'all get that from us. I'm just going to be real honest. Y'all can call it ghetto all you want and then go put a high price tag on it and call it fashion. But the fact of the matter is, is that black people are magic and I feel as though black people are magic and everybody knows the damn black people are magic, which is why everybody always feels so threatened. From the very beginning, I am under the impression that it was a sense that they were threatened. That they were threatened by black people. You have to control them because if you don't control them, we're just going to take over. And you may have been right. But let me make myself clear. Black people will no longer be controlled. We are not going to be controlled. You didn't really control our ancestors. Different ancestors did different things because that's what they chose to do. However, comma. We not y'all pacifists. We not, we not the road that y'all gonna walk on. We built this country. Be clear. This country was built by, on the backs of my ancestors, on the back of my people. I don't care how anybody got here who is not black unless you were taken from your home. And brought to the United States of America, and forced to be a slave, picking cotton and building your buildings and raising your children. They sucking on titties that are black in white mouths. You don't get to have this conversation about go back to your country or or this, that, and the third. It's very simple. It's very simple. We're not asking for much. Human decency, equality. Fairness, and I still want my 40 acres and a damn mule. You know how hard it is to get property out here? And you want to know how hard it is to get property out here? It is so hard to get property because unlike certain forefathers of this country, black people get it out of the mud, okay? We get it out of the mud. We make do with anything that is placed before us. We adapt we thrive, and we show our ass, and we do it, and we do it well. Yes, there are black people who don't do things well. Ding, ding, ding. It's white people who not doing well neither. But it, it just blows me. It, it really, really blows me because you know I just think about the fact we lost Chadwick, and man, that hurt, bro. I'm like, I'm about to cry. We like Chaz. We we, we lost Chadwick we lost John Lewis, you know, Barack is no longer our president, you know, Michelle didn't run with Joe, Joe just think he got the black vote because, you know, he a Democrat, well, ding, ding, Democrats, you know, all black people not Democrats, but, you know, we got to get Trump up out of here, so everybody just need to vote for Joe, I don't care what you say, if I find (laughs) out you voted for Donald Trump, me and you are not friends. We not friends. I don't want to talk. I don't want to discuss. There is nothing that you can honestly say to me if you're a Trump supporter um, to make us be okay. And I and I say that in the most disrespectful way. And I say it in the most disrespectful way. It goes for Trump. And it also goes, if you round here hollering, all lives matter. I, we not friends. I don't really want to talk to you. And I mean that in the most disrespectful way. Because it is absolutely damn disrespectful. Absolutely disrespectful to say all lives matter when somebody say black lives matter. Dylan Roof was taking the Burger King, bruh. Talk about that. Police are taught how to de escalate, but for some reason, black people can't be de escalated. Is it because? And I'm telling you, it's because of the fear. It's because of the threat. And I think that that threat in y'all DNA, I think for some people, the threat is in your DNA, not meaning biologically in your DNA, but because it has been passed down from generation to generation to generation, the racism and the racism and the nitpicking and the picking, all that, all that, you know, it's there. And you can ignore it all you want to. You can have, you can say, I'm not, you need to take a course on implicit bias and inherent bias and really realize what your issue is and why you have these thoughts about all lives matter and and these thoughts about Trump. But I really have these internal struggles with myself. And I'm gonna be very honest about the internal struggles that I have with myself. You know, I, I love people. Period. I have white friends, black friends, Hispanic friends. I have all kind of people as my friends. There is not one type of race that I swear off and say, I ain't fooling with you because you white. I ain't fooling with you because you th-. that's not who I am. I was raised around white people. I was raised around black people. I've always had different friends from different ethnic backgrounds. So you can save me with the jays and racist because I'm calling out white people. Kiss my ass. How about that? So, and I mean it. I really do, and it's a lot of ass, so good luck. Happy Hunger Games. But I I struggle with things internally because sometimes it is not accurate of my experience in life. But I have learned throughout my years of living that just because something is not your experience in life does not negate that it is somebody else's experience. I I could never even imagine the thought, that any of my people who I consider to be friends, I will say that because they're not my friends no more. Believe that. People who I believed or considered to be my friends, I could not even process the idea that they were racist. I couldn't. It wasn't something. That, that really could, I mean, you know, certain people from high school is just like, oh yeah, I already expected this person to hop on my post talking crazy. But some people, you look at the people that you loved and that you shared life with and that you've done things with, and you you can't fathom that they have these racist tendencies. But I can sit here and say I have white friends. I can say that because, you know, I didn't do nothing to white people. My ancestors didn't do nothing to white people. White people, y'all ancestors did something to my ancestors that traumatically changed their lives and my life. Who the hell knows where I would be? I don't know. And you better believe I'm not sticking my DNA in a box to find out. I feel like the government should have to find out who my ancestors are and they should do all the testing and all of that. All that should be free too. But, 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 But to even think... Well, you say you have white friends, so you're not a racist. I can't be a racist. Black people cannot be racist. You know, read a book. Black people can't be racist. We can be prejudiced, but we cannot be racist. And the reason that black people can't be racist, to me, is a problem in and of itself. Because you can't be racist unless you're from a position of power. Well, why don't we have the power? That's the question, right? Where is all the power that black people want? And the fact is that y'all won't give it to us. We going to take it. We're not going to take it. We going to take it, bro. Believe that. You can sing that song all you want. We going to take it. Because when we're in, you, you can only oppress people for so long before you have a full blown explosion, before you have a real issue on your hands. And dear United States of America, I believe that that issue is now at a head. Black people. Are not going to take any more of this foolishness. But back to what I was saying about my internal struggle. When I first became a lawyer, I was at a private firm. I'm not going to talk much about that private firm. They don't deserve my airtime. So I was at a private firm. I was hired with braids as an intern when it was time for me to become a lawyer. You know, I didn't really. Um, what's the right way to say this? Ain't no right way to say it. I, it, was n- it was not encouraged for me to wear braids because it didn't look professional. Well, it didn't matter what my hair was in this all white firm. All that mattered was that no matter what I did or who I was in that building, I was not treated as an attorney by any of the customers at all. Any of the clients, any of the customers. I was always thought immediately to be the secretary or their assistant and, you know, the, the best part of my day was to sit them across from the PowerPoint they used to play where they had to look at my black ass face and see the word attorney underneath. But the even better feeling was when I walked in and they had to actually talk to me and tell me all their business in order to get what they wanted done for their legal services. But, but it, it felt good, the gratification of buy in your face, bitch. Like that felt real good, but it hurt. And it hurt because it's like, no, if, even if I said something to them, it's like, they don't give a shit. They don't care. If I said something to the partners, like they don't give a shit. They're not going to care. They're not going to turn down the bag. They're not going to turn down the bag. But that entire time that I was in that, that firm, I never felt the freedom to be myself. I'm very, very blessed. And I will say this. I'm very blessed that I left that firm when I left that firm. I was in law school when Trayvon Martin happened and I was right there in Orlando and we were there doing the protest in Sanford. We were were there, I was in it. But to actually be in a time like this, to be working at a firm where people didn't understand racial issues and where I don't even think that it would be accepted of how, what's the word? I don't know. Even this podcast to be an issue. I'm sure this podcast may still be an issue with with some people. Some people may not like it. But point frank frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Because I don't care. Because I think that it is time for black people to be able to do whatever they want and say whatever they want and for y'all to just get on a horse and get the hell over it. Because the same thing isn't expected of my white female counterparts and damn sure isn't expected of my white male counterparts. And I'm not going to stay silent in any way when they are literally killing black people in the streets, in front of their kids, in their homes, paralyzing us, hanging us from trees, minimizing us constantly, constantly, And, and I say this because I just watched this. I, just, I told you I just watched the Howard clip that Chadwick Boseman did. And he talked about how when he stood up for what he believed in and said what he wanted about the stereotypical roles that he was playing in this soap opera. And he, and he brought that to the writers. He was fired the next day. Fired the next day. And then he gave a Bible verse. I planted the seed. Apollos watered the seed, but it was God that made it grow. This podcast and the things that I say and how I feel about Black Lives Matter and how I feel about what is going on in this country right now, that is my life. This is not a show. This is not a segment. This is not for your entertainment. This is real good how I feel. If you can't tell, I'm real pissed off. So, if there is an individual or a corporation or a company or, 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 even a job that can't separate or see how being black is a, why I am the way I am and being very aware and being very cognizant of the things going on in this country make also make me who I am because I don't want this world for my child. And I'm not going to sit by and, and let this world continue to be this way. And one day I'm going to bring a child in this world if the Lord allows me. Not now, but soon, Lord. Not, not soon or very soon, like three years. So when the Lord gives me this child, I, I'm not going to sit there and say I did nothing. I'm not going to sit there and say that I was quiet or that I did not fight the injustices that black people are facing or that I did not try to change it. I love the law. I think that the law is ass backwards and I think that it is written in a way where black people are going to be minimized and and sent is harsher and we're going to be treated unfairly and that when we walk into courtrooms, we're going to automatically have the negative, negative stereotype, negative stereotypes, goodness, can't talk, I'm not editing, negative stereotypes, and I think it's going to be racist jurors in there that are not going to be taken out as they should. And, I, and I'm going to fight that every single step of the way. But what scares me is that because I feel this way, that somebody can come along one day and tell me Jade can't be an impartial judge if she ever wanted to be a judge. Jade can't be an impartial. I can't be impartial. I could, I could be, and and I think that's, that's what I love about black people. I love y'all. And I say, I love this about black people because unlike so many others, we can see things in many different ways because most of the times in life we have to, you know, how people act different ways and they're around different groups. You know, they talk about code switching and you know, you have the different groups of friends. That's how it is for me, being black. I'm not going to speak for all black people. And quit ma- trying to make black people, one black person speak for all black people. We do not speak for each other. I'm talking about my black ass. Me, Jay, my black ass. That's the only person I'm talking about. So, if you if you feel me, you feel me. If you don't, cool. I don't care. So, you know, you got your opinion. Everybody got one like an asshole. So, you know, what it boils down to it, I feel like I'm i so drained y'all that's why I had to do this not in the beginning when it boils down to it, me as a black person I'm able to see many different ways of life and I've been blessed enough to meet lots of different people and even meet people in different financial situations um, economic situations education. I, I, I've, I've met people on all realms of the spectrum. And the one thing that I always consistently see about people is that we are human. And there are all different things that form us to be different ways. And I wouldn't be Jade if I wasn't black. And I wouldn't be Jade if I, if I didn't talk about Black Lives Matter and talk about how these things are affecting, you know, our lives and how it's changing us and how this country needs to change and how the laws need to change. And I would not be the lawyer that I am if I was not black because I don't see things the same way that my counterparts see them. I don't read things the way that my counterparts read them. I am different because of my own life experiences and because of the color of my skin, but that don't make me less than you. And it don't make me an angry black woman. And it doesn't make me always have an attitude. Maybe I just don't like some of y'all and I don't like you. So I always have an attitude and I see you because I get mad when I see your face. That happens sometimes. It's on the prosecutors. I'm sorry. Some of y'all, I don't be here for it. But quit trying to say that you can't be for Black Lives Matter and still see is not be able to see things the other way. I think it's actually backwards. I think when you're around here yelling, all lives matter, you Sue, you Sue are the one who cannot see things in all ways. Nobody ain't saying that you don't matter. You don't matter to me right now because you are not a part of the, you are not a part of the, of of the issue. You're part of the issue because you're the one hollering life, all lives matter. But you're not part of the issue because you're not the one being killed. Your kid is not the one being killed. It's not your cousins. It's not your... They don't look like you. They don't live like you. They don't live in fear like you. But I don't understand why y'all can't see that. And frankly, I'm I I my job and black people's job, I'm going to talk... Black people's job is not to educate white people... On what y'all people did to us. Let me make it real clear. A black person's education is not to advise Caucasians or white Americans about what their ancestors did to cause this type of distrust and, you know, it, is, it just ain't it. It's not my job to tell you what your grand great, great, great grandpappy did. Look in the book. Look at your property. Look around. You know, read a book, look at a magazine, read an article, watch a movie on Netflix. Five Bloods will tell you. Let me tell y'all, I just watched Five Bloods on Netflix, right? And then I watched like that million dollar home show and it pissed me all the way off because all I could think while watching Five Bloods was, and I'm glad they touched on this. Shout out to Chadwick Boseman. Um, Y'all real deal had black people over there fighting with a war. And y'all was still killing us in the streets. Can you imagine? You can't, and I know you can't, but you need to try. And and that's all it takes. All it takes is trying to understand somebody else's perspective. Now it's men walking around here talking about a feminist, and you know we we the America adapts to people. You don't want to be a man, you want to be a woman, fine. You don't want me to call you he or she, you want me to call you them, they, there, it, fine. But let a black person say, stop killing me, stop shooting us in the street, stop being a racist. What, 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 stop it. Stop it. Damn ridiculous. But you know, the Bible says, what God has for me, it's for me and nobody can stand in the way of that. When it's planned, it's already set in stone. It don't matter what you think of me or what you think I should and shouldn't I say or what I should and shouldn't I do. Please know that the Lord made me and the Lord only and my mom and my daddy. But the biggest thing that I realize is that us as individuals and me as an individual, I have a purpose. I don't have a job. I don't have a career. I have a purpose and that purpose came from the Lord and your purpose came from the Lord. So whatever is for you is going to be for you no matter what. That's how I think I fell into this criminal justice life. And I think this is my purpose to be here because, you know, black people not going to be treated any kind of way. If you, my client, not on my watch, not on my watch. Y'all heard until y'all are not on my watch. Black people not going to get treated any kind of way on my watch. It ain't going to happen. I don't care what county we in. It ain't going to happen. I don't care who the sheriff is. It ain't going to happen. You ain't going to keep acting a fool and cutting up and treating black people any kind of way as long as I'm around here. I'm not going to have it. I'm going to file all kind of motions. I'm going to be a whole hot mess. And then it makes you think. Should you be a criminal defense attorney? Or should you be doing civil rights? Hmm. I don't really know. I'm still battling that question. But I choose to confront the challenges that have been placed before us. Our ancestors chose to confront the challenges that were placed before them in different ways and whatever they way that they chose necessary. And I don't care what Kanye said. You have to choose to confront the challenges because that makes you you. That makes you be a better Person And Chadwick taught me, he taught me in the Bible and your parents and your friends and life will teach you. And the people that you come across in your life will teach you that it's a reason why you feel these ways. It's a reason why you feel urged to say something and you feel urged to do something. Not because you're just following the trend on social media is because it's what you're supposed to do It's because it is your calling. It is your purpose. It is your destiny to be here on this earth at this particular time to make a change, to make a difference, to make a statement. And I will be damned if I don't do it. I'll be damned. And so I think that's how you just have to look at life. Because if you're not living a life for me, you know, just me, if I'm not living a life where I truly feel as though I'm doing something or impacting the life of another, I don't think I'm doing it right. That may not be for you, but it is for me. And I think I'm done talking because I'm real tired now. Hope I ain't offend nobody, but I hope I did offend somebody. Maybe you being offended will create some change in you. But real deal, this done drained me for real, y'all. So, you know, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Don't hesitate. No, for real, like don't hesitate. Like, stay what you want. Unless it's some real racist, then don't say it. Because then people gonna be on your ass and I ain't gonna feel nothing for you. Don't be a a racist. How about that? Don't hesitate and don't be a racist. Goodbye. i